On this bonus episode of the podcast, who should be in England's squad for the Euros? Will the Euros be happening all in the UK? Why are Barcelona so bad? Where will Lionel Messi be next season? And who should be Man United's captain? Sit back, relax, crack open a cold one. It's time for four max, one toffee, extra time. If he carries on this form till the end of the season, does he does he challenge for a spot at England at the Euros? And if so, so what who whose spot would he take? That that number ten spot for England at the moment has got to be the coveted position, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's I, so I many can't players. see it. I, I think can't he. See it. I think you have to consider him, and the reason why I think you have to consider him is the reason why I put Kyle Walker in my team. It's the international experience. Hmm. Lingard has a lot more experience over everyone. If you look at the squad that it's realistically going to be, it's going to be a very young team. We've got a very young squad at the moment. And I think just someone like a Lingard, whether he plays or not, I think having him in that dressing room will do everyone a world of good. And if he, like you said, he's, what's he scored? Three, three goals in his last five games or something daft like that for West Ham. If he continues on that form, he has to be in consideration. He absolutely has to be in consideration. It's tough, isn't it? Uh, because for him to... I don't know it's not his fault, but for him to put in a few good performances towards the end of the season when there are players that have been putting in good performances all season, for, for him to then go ahead of one of them, it, it'd be too harsh. I think that Grelish, Madison, Foden... Sterling, Mount, Mount. Even then, he's not Sa- been playing Sancho. recently. Sancho, Rashford, like, and we're not even looking at players like Harvey Barnes. Oh, he's got. I'm sorry, he's got to be a shoo-in for me. He has to be, but he he's won't a be. Shoo-in. I know that's the problem. We've got too much. We've got too much going forward. Yeah. So, and the thing is, one one person the other day, I can't remember who, was saying that. We should really sacrifice one of our potential fullbacks for another another attacking option um, because we don't we, we shouldn't be taking any more than like three fullbacks uh, and maybe four centre backs if that. Yeah, I maybe, I would agree maybe with Kyle that. Maybe Walker if, and Saka. I would agree with that if Kieran Trippier was one of the fullbacks because Kieran Trippier could play both sides. Mm. For for me, the twenty three man squad, you need to have two for every position. Uh, and in, in centre backs cases, four. So two right backs, two left backs, four centre backs. That for me is like the ideal scenario. But you could make the argument if Kieran Trippier is in the squad, and also if Bakaya Saka's in the squad, because yeah, both so can that's, play left that's back it, and yeah. Trippier can play right back as well. But with Trippier's suspension, that's it's kind of shot that one for me. Well, who would Do you, you who would you a... drop out then, and who would who would you put in? So I'd drop a strike. I'd drop a centre back probably, and mm. take Kyle Walker because he can play centre-back if yeah. absolutely necessary. Um, which centre-back, I don't know because I think the two you've got to take are Maguire and Stones at the minute. Um, and then <laughs> probably Michael Keane. I'd, I'd take Michael Keane. Stones, Maguire, Keane. And then... A th- See, I, I would I would have thrown Mings in there myself. Yeah, I, it, it would be Mings over Keane for me, I'm afraid. Sorry, Josh. No offence, take him. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> and then you would have. I mean, if I'm being realistic, it'd be Mings. It'd be Mings over Maguire, but we all know Maguire's on that plane. I just don't understand how he gets on the plane. Like, he plays for Man United. He... Yeah. I'm sorry, like, I, but he plays shit United, for Man United. Any, any Man United fan that's <laughs> listening to this is not going to like this, but I am going to say we we have a bias and a favoritism at the national level, and yeah. anyone that plays good for United that's English, nine times out of ten gets picked regardless. There are players that deserve it, like Luke Shaw, who might not make it. There are players that don't deserve it, like Harry Maguire, that will make it, and that yeah. is baffling to me. Yeah. You, you can't spend £85 million on a player to become the Manchester United strike, uh, captain and then not send him on the England's Euros. That's just... It shouldn't be about money, though, it, should it? It shouldn't. It should no, it shouldn't. But money. that's that's what's going to happen. He showed it again last night. He was awful against Newcastle yeah. last night. Yeah, he was. And I I don't know whether he actually needs a bit of time out of the squad. Um, mm. We don't know what his mind... He might think he's playing really well. Yeah. Um, which I can't understand. That header, don't get me wrong, that header is difficult and it's very difficult for the, it's for the same maximum goal. Uh, mm. It's a very difficult header to make to clear out, but he must know, he's made that header about a million times as a defender. He must know that he's not getting that where he wants it to. Send it back out in the middle. It's yeah. a defender's awareness to get rid of it on the other side. You don't flick it onto your blind side and hope for the best. Honey. Yes, mate. If I just noticed that you've got Plank from Ed, Ed and Eddie on your Fucking jumper. damn right I have. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it earlier. the back of it, mate, honestly. <laughs> oh, that is excellent. Is lovely, <laughs> lovely stuff. You know what, mate? I just saw it creep into the view then and I was like, I'm sure that's that Plank that, from that Ed, is, Ed and Eddie. That is Plank from Ed, Ed and Eddie, mate. That's brilliant, mate. The fucking great. And then there was there's one thing with while I'm on Maguire. I, I deleted Twitter last week um, just for a bit of fucking social media because I was sick of it just doing my head in. Logged back on and I found a DM from one of my mates. Harry Maguire on Sky after the West Brom game said, you're not going to come here and create ten, 10 chances against West Brom. Later find that every team between November 8th and February 2nd created 10 plus chances against West Brom. <laughs> <laughs> He oh. just doesn't help himself, does he? No. He should. I mean, he should know shit like that, don't they? Study videos, don't they? Know their stats. He, <laughs> like, he's, he's just. He's just not a good footballer. Like, he's not. He wasn't the best centre back at Leicester that time. No. No. Johnny Evans has been the best centre back at Leicester for the last few years, and everyone's mate, just completely overlooking him. Mate, in that season when they won the league, Wes Morgan was the best centre back. Oh yeah. yeah. Wes Morgan was brilliant. <laughs> Wes Morgan. Johnny Evans has been outstanding. Um. I think that's this season. Fafan has been brilliant next to him. Fafan has been that good that Soinchu yeah, can't even get a game fast. at the moment. Like Soinchu is only back in because of Fafana's injury. Yeah, I think we could see Maguire potentially phased out if we buy a new world class centre half. Like, do you not think they're going to force him next to him though? I don't. I don't see. It. I don't see United don't. looking for a Maguire replacement. I see us looking for a required partner. Mm-hmm. But mm. like the issue isn't Maguire's partner. The issue is Harry Maguire. Rio Ferdinand never needed a partner because he oh. dragged up whoever was next to him. Nemanja Vidic, Virgil van Dijk never needed partners. They made the person next to him look good. Yeah. So why all of a sudden now does Harry Maguire need someone to make him look good? This is it. And the thing is, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot by making him captain as well. I don't, I don't understand that decision. 
I don't know why that ever happened. I mean, if anything, give it to David De Gea. Yeah, first. exactly. Make it no. De Gea, and then he can be a stopgap. Like, yeah. we would have known that that was a temporary appointment. Yeah, it's gonna like, it's gonna be Bruno. It's gonna yeah. be Bruno. But at, at now, the time, yeah, now at the time, is, but Bruno the time... hadn't been there long enough. Yeah. But then yeah. again, Maguire Maguire had only been there three fucking months. So <laughs> now, now that you look at the squad, it's got to be Bruno's on it. Yeah. It's either Definitely. Bruno or McTominay for me. Yeah, I'd love yeah. McTominay to be this captain. Future captain, hands down. You see the games, don't you? You see, you see how sort of vocal Bruno is on the pitch when he when he's there. You, you can see him with he, you know he's directing players with his hands. He's you know he's giving he's He's giving it to the to the players in the ears, you know. It's he's he's he appears the more vocal one uh, within 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 that team, and I could I could probably see it in the dressing room half time, full time. If shit's not gone right, he'll, he'll let his feelings know. Yeah. Uh, whereas I can't I can't really see that with Maguire, to be honest. If it's not going well, it's just uh, you know. Don't worry, we'll mate. Get, we'll get next, next game. time, lads. Yeah. I bet, I bet he's a mad ass. I bet he's yeah, proper negative. I bet he, he, come, I bet he goes in at half time and is like, oh, what the fuck was that, lads? Come on. Come. Like, no positivity, yeah. no sort of like constructive criticism. I just <laughs> reckon he's a fucking mad ass. It's like the fucking <laughs> the Spurs documentary when Harry Kane takes them one or two team talks and then Jose's like, no, no, I'll, I'll take him from here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, just fuck, he... he's just wanking it. I just hate Harry Maguire. I'm sorry. He's just not the answer. No, he's not the answer. The only the only time he is the answer is who is Slabhead referring to? That's the only time that he's the answer. Who is the guy behind the meme of the England player <laughs> speaking to his missus? Or his you sister. Know what he... <laughs> oh, well. I've heard it's his sister, you know. It could it, be it another, could be. Could be another I Neymar thing. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> So one thing that I did want to uh, just like quickly go over, uh, considering on the subject of the England um, lineups that we uh, we we posted or we're talking about, we put the poll out and um, we did a little mini sort of uh, choose the England lineup of the lads after we'd all put together what we think our starting eleven would be, and Dale's uh, came up as the favourite from the. Uh, 4M1T Twitter audience. I don't know how. Um, but uh, anyway, so... <laughs> no, unbelievable. Absolute so, farce. The winning team. <laughs> the winning team was uh, Pope in goal. Uh, Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, John Stones, Alexander-Arnold. Henderson in the middle of a midfield three with Foden and Grelish, two wingers in the midfield, on each <laughs> side of him. And, <laughs> and then Sterling on the left, Sancho on the right, and Harry Kane up front. Let's just play all of the attacking options we've got Winning in one team. every game, 7-6, not ours. <laughs> I want to see 13 goals, 15 goals a game. That'll do to me. It's, it's uh, Dale Bielsa we've got sat here right now. Oh, <laughs> that is brilliant. Outscore everybody in the Euros. Hey, you score one, we're scoring two. Hey, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> hey, Dale, since you were talking of Bielsa, since you said that... Um, here we wolves go. Weren't, <laughs> wolves weren't having the greatest of times, and they might have turned a the corner. They've won two games since she's had that, mate. I know. What do I know? I, mean, I, <laughs> I do it all the time. All the time. I say I come out with comments like that and just pie in my face. You know, the following week, it's just yeah. I give up. I'm just. You know what? Up. We're all prone of that, aren't we, Lee? Yeah. <laughs> I I do it as well. No. no <laughs> 
<laughs> Nicola Pepe, yeah. Yeah, Pepe. <laughs> I've, I've heard of them, but I don't really know about seven of those players. <laughs> That's my line, like, it? Yeah. Uh, honestly, like, other than Testegan, PK, Alba, Messi, who the fucking rest? Who's Dest? Serginio yeah, Dest. Serginio Dest. The American <laughs> the is prodigy. American, American is... lad, they, they signed him from Ajax. Who is Pedri? Signed him for Las Palmas, mate. He's about 16 years old. Yeah, exactly. 18 from who? Last fucking Palmas. Aren't they, ba- aren't they based on Tenerife or an island of <laughs> yeah. sorts? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, mate. There's mainland players you can go for. Uh, but this, <laughs> this, about? this was the issue I wanted to bring up because I was watching them the other day, mainly in the Champions League game, and they've got the balance of the squad horrifically wrong. You've got players in there like Pedri and Dest, and even Frankie de Jong to an extent, who are just so young yeah. and inexperienced, mixed with Busquets, who must be about 64 at this point. <laughs> He's been around forever. <laughs> PK is old. Longley, who's been poor this season, who's just got a contract extension to 2026. Jesus Christ. And then, obviously, Griezmann experiment hasn't worked. Dembele is a hamstring injury waiting to happen. And Lionel Messi, who's just not asked anymore. I mean, no, the, no, the, the game the game against PSG, I don't know you guys, but I took from that of that was PSG's audition for Lionel Messi. And I think they might have passed with flying colours there. I see what you mean, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd like to think that... I'd like to think he would go to the Premier League. <laughs> But yeah, exactly. Why would he go to France? Why? Easy. Sorry, and, they'll pay him five hundred thousand oh. pounds. Yeah, and they'll no. get away with it because they'll they'll get away because nah. they're owned by the Qatari royal family. He's got they get paid money. loads there. He's got enough money. He's avoided enough taxes. He's coming to England. <laughs> I don't he think be... he will. I I think he'll. I don't think he'll want that physicality at this point in his career. No. Look at Timo Werner. Werner has struggled this season with the physicality of the league. The amount of players that have come from Spain to England and struggled at 33, 34 years old. Yeah. Why, why would Messi want that now and potentially ruin his own legacy? I think oh, he, if he did come to the Premier League, it'll be to City, obviously, but they'll play him in midfield. He'll be alongside Kevin De Bruyne. That's yeah, it. He I, won't play as, as forward. Do you not think that he's ruining his legacy if he goes to France? I think he's... I think he's ruining his legacy wherever he goes but I think he's that good he's, he deserves to go wherever he feels like if he decided that he's going playing for Chicago Fire I don't think anyone would fucking moan at him because you know what mate you're the best player that's ever fucking lived go and enjoy your last few years of playing I just think if he if he could just off the back of City dominating he goes and does 12 months just to test it out at City playing with that squad and then he fucking wins a domestic treble and helps them to maybe their first European title, then retires. He's done it all for me. And he he seals the fact that he's the best player that's ever lived. Could you not counter that with saying he could do the same with PSG? No, Ar- because... Oh, Argentinian manager, he's going playing with his best mate, Neymar. It's an easier league. He could take mm. them to their first Champions League. No, 
<laughs> he might not, not be asked, but he, he might not be asked about England. Like we, to us, yeah, the Premier League is the greatest league in the world. He might not give two fucks about England. He might Very not true. want the weather. He might not want the physicality. He might want the money. He might want to go and play with his mate. Like I'm Aguero, sure he does. Aguero will be gone from City, so there's yeah. not that link there. I'm sure he does want all those things, right? But I've read his, I've read two of his books, and he grew up watching the English Premier League, and he always admired the English Premier League. So if that was the case, if he gets an offer from Man City, if he gets an offer from Man United, you've had a good season so far. If you finish strong, if he gets an offer from United, who are the biggest team in the world, it's an opportunity for him to just seal. The, all of the arguments, like everybody always harps on about Ronaldo, or he's done it across, you know, he's done it at Real Madrid, he's done it at yeah. United, he's done it at Juve. If he just goes over to England and puts it to bed, then it, the argument's done for me. But it's the only not... other thing is international. That's the only other thing that people yeah. could argue at that point. But is there not this worry? I don't know about you, what you think about this, Dale. Like at 34 years old, would he hack the Premier League? Because he looked mighty ordinary against PSG the other day. Yeah, he did. He looked ordinary against Liverpool as well, didn't he, when the Liverpool pasted them in the Champions League, when they yeah. basically played him out of the game. Like, but if, cool. when, you've, when you're marking one player out of the game, it's easy yeah. to mark one player out of the game when the rest of the team is shit around him, isn't yeah. it? But you can't yeah. mark Messi out of a game if he's part of City's squad, for example. Because yeah. if you mark, if you just solely try and mark him out, then you're leaving Kevin De Bruyne, Sterling... Bernardo, Foden, yeah. you're leaving so many world-class players out there to take the piss out of you. So I just think if he was to slot in that City squad, he would be dynamite, even at 34, because he's still world-class. I, th- I think um, we're all, are we all in agreement that, are we all in agreement that City and PSG are the only two likely candidates here? Unless he goes to America. Yeah. Uh, would Chelsea no. be an option? Why have you? Ooh. London, yeah, yeah. Um, it you know Roman will he'll he'll, he'll Roman throw has money the cash, at it. Yeah, he has the cash. He'll throw money at it. You know, you you see players that choose you know Chelsea over United or City purely for the fact that it is London. You know, Eden Hazard. Yes. Yeah. Um, could could they be could they be a team that? that is a sleeper shout. You know, if they make the Champions League. That is a sleep. Like we forget the as Northerners, we forget the influence that London has on foreigners. Yeah, yeah. It's, Ooh, it is a Dale. Shame. <laughs> Ooh, right. you've you, you've done something there. You know what? Maybe I'll pose that question to Jeff. I'll just put it to Jeff and see what he thinks. Yeah, and I'll get him to send his opinion over as a Chelsea fan. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 like you say, you discuss City and the money they have. You know, Chelsea have got. You know, just as much, if not more, whatever. Um, you know, they're it. You know, they've, got, they've been quite successful over the years. You know, they they've got this possibly the upcoming stars. You know, if Werner Havertz decide to actually start playing football, um, <laughs> you know, it's it 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 could be the ideal destination. Um, other than that, would he would he go would he go back? Home to Argentina. It depends. Not- it depends. Depends when he wants to retire. You know, does he want to retire in the next year or two, or does he want to do like a Ronaldo way? You know, he might play until he's forty. I think that he 
his career will be made longer when he as he moves back into midfield. Like he, he'd be Pirlo Mark Two. He would just sit in the midfield, imagine, and and just oh. spray balls left, right, and centre. Like he, he'd be perfect at that. He doesn't always need been... to run anywhere. Just just ping balls around he, left, he right, centre. He doesn't hardly run anywhere. Yeah, I was going to say he doesn't <laughs> run anywhere. Yeah, that's that's always been the difference, hasn't it, with Ronaldo and Messi? It's the athleticism. Ronaldo's yeah. physique lets him go to any league in the want and still run about. Messi's yeah. already admitted that he just doesn't fucking run anymore. So yeah. mm-hmm. a deep lying playmaker role would be sublime for him wherever yeah. he goes. Yeah. That's why I, I feel think... like he'd be better at City than PSG. Yeah. The thing about Messi is like he's literally like a switch. As soon as he just turns that injection of pace on, though, he's done you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. he knows exactly when to turn it on. And that's what makes him so brilliant. So he might just, you know, float around in the centre of midfield for a second. And as soon as that ball touches his foot, he's spun off and he's gone. And you've mm. lost him. Mm. You know what? We've not even considered Italy. With, you know, with the climate, it's similar Fuck to Fuck Italy, man. Fuck that. Well, Ronaldo's gone there, hasn't he? He was yeah. tempted. The, the only, that's the thing, though. The only club that could take him on would either be Inter or Juve. And I couldn't imagine Inter having both Ronaldo and Messi on their paycheck. Like even even the money bags. Could, could, in... I was going to say, could they afford him? No, uh, you know the contract he'll probably probably want or you know. That's why for me, is... City and PSG are the only two options. But you make a very good argument with Chelsea there as well. Mm-hmm. Or he fucking we have all this debate, and then come June first, he announces his signing new contract with Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. That's only if uh, is it Bartomeu? Is he still there or did no? He he's gone now. He's there's, gone. there's new. Yeah. They're, they're trialing for a new president, aren't they? They haven't announced one yet. Yeah. So uh, I heard this is some time ago now, though. It was round when all of it was going on about that Bartomeu having to step down because of the whole messy saga and everything. But I heard that the next one in the pipeline was supposed to be really close with Messi, and he was going to mm. be the guy that kept him there and got him to renew his contract, etc. Obviously, that's not been the case. But if it is this fella that comes in, then you, you never know. He might just renew his contract. It's it's not a smart business decision for Barcelona to keep him on. The, the no. debt that they're in. Like, the smart business decision would have got rid of him last season. Yeah. But I think, I think at this point now, it's probably better for everyone involved to... Apart, the only other factor is his family. Obviously, his kids and his wife are happy in Barcelona yeah. and it's whether it be he's, he's a very family oriented man isn't he yeah would, would he be happy taking his kids out of Spanish school and taking them to England or taking them to France or would he be happy only moving to England and leaving his family in Spain like mm. it, it's difficult when players get older like that and they've got more commitments it's easy for Ronaldo when he was a kid and just wanted to move to Madrid because he could just do yeah. it I feel like isn't isn't um, Messi's eldest son part of the La Masia as well? I think sure he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thiago. Yeah, because yeah, Ronaldo's kids sit like the top scorer for Juve's. <laughs> the Masala. <laughs> the, the, the Masala. Uh, <laughs> Masala is local. Uh, oh, what, kindly said the other week. <laughs> what a knob! What a knob! Um, and Speaking then, of dickhead of the week, I, I was going to say I've got one more point before we go on through that. And Lee, I'm letting you take the floor with this, mate. Euro 2020, as it's still called Euro 2020. Yeah, but those, just to save themselves on some branding. Yeah, everyone will be aware of this listening to this, but COVID regulations should, should, touching wood, should be gone the day before England play the Czech Republic, is it? That's right, yeah. Fucking get so, in. 
Yeah, where, where um, are we drinking, boys? Where we, where are we getting together? In we'll Wembley Stadium, live watch along. <laughs> yeah. So it it seems that um, yes, absolutely, COVID restrictions. If all goes well with vaccinations and things, which it definitely seems like they are doing at the moment, um, they've just said today that um, even after having the first dose of the vaccine. Um, then it has already had an incredibly significant impact on the reducing the number of people who are getting any symptoms at all, let alone um, a serious illness from it. So if that continues, yeah, so if that continues, um, then the roadmap is as it is uh, to be believed will be the way that we are. And uh, as you've described, if that is the way things are, then the 21st of June, uh, the Monday, we will be... Uh, free from restrictions almost completely i imagine that they'll probably keep things like social distancing shops and mask wearing for for a bit longer um but other than that we'll be free to do what we like when we like with who we like and as many times as we like so um it's and one of those things it's coming home. It's one of those coming. things is the euros and um we will be around game match day three of the group stages at that point, which is us against uh, the Czech Republic, as you said, on the Tuesday night, the 22nd. Now, one thing that they're going to have to work out is whether they just hold the whole Euros in England. I was about to ask this question. Um, which would make the most sense because it means that you can bring all of the, all of the players in um, and just quarantine them all within the UK. It would also mean that uh we we are vaccinating more people than anyone so we will have full stadiums uh, which will be better for the spectacle um and at that point it will mean that we already have the infrastructure to play that kind of football to play stadiums that that size um you've got the emirates you've got the london stadium you've got the west ham london stadium um you've got old trafford um all the big out, even even the annex yeah, even 50, 60, 70,000 seater stadiums now to easily handle those crowds. Um, so, yeah, we already are hosting the quarters, semis, and final. Uh, I could be wrong, but it's definitely the semis and the final at Wembley. Um, so, why not just hold the whole tournament in the UK for the, for the, for the ease yeah. of use? And, I was, and when I say the whole of UK, I mean the whole of UK. Let's have a few games that. Uh, in Scotland and Glasgow, let's have a few games at the Millennium Stadium in Cardiff. Uh, why not? Let's let's really make this a big tournament now. Um, I've already seen uh, social media accounts for Creamfields and um, <laughs> Park Life going mental because they're scheduled to be after the 21st of June. So if we're holding those, let's really have a, a huge end to the summer and a huge end to the year and and get people in and hopefully be cheering on an England if. If we have England winning the Euros at Wembley with a full stadium this summer, oh, it'll stop top it. the summer of 2018. Best, best year of our lives ever. I, oh, I think it will make up around. for everything. So we will yeah. make up for it all. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, we have applied or at least opened discussions to take on the whole tournament, haven't yes. we? Yeah, we have, yeah. yeah. It, it just makes so much more sense. Like I'm not clued upon how the rest of Europe's going on uh, with vaccinations. And just got. I know I think France have had a few more outbreaks, which doesn't sound great. Um, but if you look at countries around Europe, the only ones that are really ready to take a tournament tomorrow, you'd put in us, Germany, France and Spain. 
in terms of stadiums, you'd put us and Germany because even Germany's minor stadiums are still fucking light years ahead of Spain's and France's. Yeah. yeah. So if Germany's not on the level that we are in terms of vaccinations and infrastructure ready to hold a tournament, which I think they probably are, but it would just be depend on Angela Merkel on her um, COVID strategy. Yeah. Fuck it, give it to us, UEFA. Like, yeah. and then, and it's a massive, it'd be a massive thing for us to prove that we can, imagine if we held a tournament with two months notice and then we could apply for one in four years time. We were like, this is what we could do with two months. Imagine giving us four imagine years. Yeah. Like, we'd have, we would hold the best tournament in the world. Mm-hmm. Just look how good the 2012 Olympics was. Mm. And yep. that was what, nearly 10 years ago. And now give us the Euros full in full. Well, we'll, we can have the stadiums of capacity. Like Spain have have vaccinated about three million people, two and a half, three million people so far. Like we've we're closing on twenty. So we will have. Am I right in thinking that a lot of the European countries were skeptical about giving it to the over sixties or something like that? But they Mm. were what they were watching to see what what happened in the UK with with our Mm. over sixties vaccinations. Which has been a massive success, yeah. and now the rest of Europe's taking note and being yeah. like, mm-hmm. "All right, okay, we'll we'll start getting some in." Yeah. <laughs> so they're already way behind us. Yeah. The, yes. to, to me, the current climate, the way the world is at the moment, it makes no logical sense to have a Euros roaming around Europe. No. It, on paper and in a COVID-free world, it would be fucking brilliant. Yeah. But the way things are at the moment, pick one country, whether it's us or Germany. Realistically, us. And yeah. let, let us have the Euros. I think it is the best solution. And hopefully, Definitely. UEFA use the brains and give it to us. But it's UEFA and it's England, so probably not. And they hate yours. Mm. Do you know one thing I noticed, uh, though, is whenever we talk about something like this on our podcast, talk sport and the rest of the media follow quite quickly. So Because they're listening the to us. <laughs> they, they love us. <laughs> Alan Brazil's fucking sat on his Spotify refreshing it waiting for the new podcast yeah. to come out yeah, is, yeah. yeah. nearly having really, a bloody heart attack his, he only yeah. works Thursdays and Fridays now his blood levels going through the roof just watching <laughs> our content oh. thanks for listening to the podcast if you like what you heard please subscribe to us you can subscribe on Spotify Anchor Apple and Google Podcasts and all other major podcast stations Also, you can find us on YouTube. Just search for Formax One Toffee. And please follow us on social media at We Are 4M1T.